have been there from the very start you are more like family than fans and we're back hey everybody this is adrian this is kat and this is john and we all like to welcome you to fans of the forest podcast episode 16 and right out of the gate we are so sorry for that incredibly long and unexpected hiatus we're not that sorry Uh, though i mean i'm not okay it's been a nice vacation and we were just yeah, and we were just really busy. We got uh, to do summary a, stuff. That's right. Travel, have fun, relax. Damn, I was just sick and working. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to travel and have fun. I didn't really do that much relaxing, though. I went camping once. Well, okay, you guys. Okay. I'm sorry, because right. you guys had the fun times. I, I'm here just being sick and watching. I saw a couple movies, I guess. You, so. do, you saw several movies that I still haven't, <laughs> I saw several movies. haven't seen. I, you haven't seen Wonder Woman yet, have I you? did! I saw Wonder Woman! Oh! I Yay! Did. Yeah, All gotta right. say, a little disappointed. Really? <gasps> yeah. I think I had my expectations too high. I have yet to be dazzled by a DC movie since Christopher Reeve walked upon the screen or flew across the screen, depending on your point of view. <laughs> back in back in the eighties. So, how do you feel about the Nolan Batman movies? Uh, you're going back that far? Yeah, no, I. They're okay. They're just okay for me. Mm-hmm. Much respect. I'm not there, dazzled. John. I'm not dazzled. Not dazzled. I, I, I feel the same way. I, I I think they're really well made movies, but I don't think they're the best movies ever made. Like a lot of people, I, we've been through this. I know <laughs> I that like there's Nolan movies. Too I know much. there's like. Ones of people listening right now that are probably l- considering sending me hate mail. <laughs> what all ones of you? Just reconsider <laughs> what I'm saying. They're good. I'm just not dazzled. Not the way that I am by Marvel, at least. Oh boy, that, that Marvel's, itself, Marvel's uh, been dazzling. Very dazzling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's a different that, podcast. That, yeah. That's a whole yeah. other different yeah. Yeah. weekly podcast. Right, exactly. But uh, anyway, yeah, so long story short, life happened hard to all three of us. So, yeah, but we're back and we're, we're happy back. and we, we love doing this and we got plenty to talk about. A lot oh of gosh, stuff yes. happened while we were we were gone. It uh, happens when you take a month off. <laughs> right? It's like, nothing, what, what do you mean? Star Wars didn't stop for us? It just kept going? Okay. But uh, but before we formally get started, uh, we just want to let you all know that we're extending our Force Fan giveaway up to the end of October mm-hmm. to make up for the couple of weeks we were gone. Uh, like before, any interaction with us on our socials uh, acts as an entry. So just, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. And uh, at the end of October, we'll start, you know, announcing winners and whatnot. All right. Well, uh, let's get this started with some Galactic Geek Out and... Let's start with the big thing that just happened. 
Force Friday to um, the second. Yeah. Did you, did you guys pick up anything for Force Friday? Adrian, I did a lot of window shopping because I like to eat and I like to buy soap so I don't smell bad. Okay, but <laughs> I did I did pick up a few little knickknacks. Right now, the the coolest thing I got was one of the was one of those Black Series Darth Vader things. Mm-hmm. I, I saw a huge shelf of them while I was shopping and couldn't help it but it's so cool it's such a beautiful little figure made out of metal and it's probably sitting on my desk right now oh. i ordered a few books too so oh wow. I, I i went out the first force friday i i was horrible yeah i did the whole midnight thing at the disney store yeah. i ended up spending like a hundred dollars plus on these figures which are also on my desk right now at work <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I i i reeled it in a bit this year but I, I still managed to celebrate a bit. Yeah. I know John got some pretty cool swag, too. I did. Yeah. I, I did do the whole Force Friday 2 thing. I went to the local Toys, Toys R Us in Eugene, Oregon at midnight. We got Kylo Ren over here. We got a Jedi. Dave Filoni hanging out. This is great. Man. We're all here at midnight at Toys R Us in Eugene, Oregon. What a better better place to be. Nowhere in the world, right? Yeah. Have a good time, everybody. Thank you. But we had a good time. There was I uh, when I counted, there was f- like 50 people standing out in front of the Toys R Us at midnight. And they opened That's the doors cool. and That's we got good. to go in. And a lot of people went around the long way. I took the beeline, and some people followed me on the beeline. And I managed to get my mitts on a few things. There was one thing in particular that I really had to have. You know, I'm not a completionist when it comes to the three and three-quarter inch figures, which are the ones that I do tend to to gravitate towards. Um, Uh But I absolutely had to get a Luke Skywalker action figure. And I got it. Last Jedi Luke? Uh, the Last the... Jedi Luke. Well, it's nice. Technically, it's it's the, the Luke you see at the end of The Force so Awakens. The, the bright Luke, the, the white robe The white Luke. robe kind of, yeah. Um, the Jesus Luke. Very Gandalf. lonely. Lonely Luke Luke, right? Lonely, lonely Luke. Right. Nice. Yeah, that's still pretty cool. And um, yeah, it's a cool figure. I'm, I'm still debating on whether or not to take it out of the package and just go get another one or or what. But I got that because um, I'm I'm the kind that likes I, I like to take them out of the package and, and let them on display out in the open. Yeah, like they belong. I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. buying for monetary reasons. I'm buying because I like the cool figures. So I got that. I also mm-hmm. got a um, uh, a pop Luke figure where he's holding the dragon staff walking stick. Cool, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and as it turned out, rumored to be his lightsaber somewhere in there, right? Because around his neck, he is wearing a very small crystal, which is rumored to also be Vader's kyber crystal. Vader's that one I hadn't heard. That's the rumor I heard that the crystal Ooh, around the the pop figure's neck is Vader's kyber crystal. They gave me chills. Yeah, yeah. And then he pops it into the walking stick and can use it or, or something. I don't know. That's the rumor. Now, mm. 
I I hope it's not. I hope that's not the way they're going to go. Just my personal opinion. Um, Because, uh, you know, Luke's Luke's uh, Luke's story is like complete. You know, he he beat the dark side and we don't need him going to the dark side now and using the red kyber crystal for stuff but that's just my opinion we can get into that later well, may, maybe he purified it you know yeah ahsoka ahsoka pulled that maybe maybe but it, would it still be red no no okay well it's red around the the pop figure's neck so Ooh, Ooh. red little crystal yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right yeah. it is a little red one yeah anyway um so i, oh, I got cool. those two items and i got the two pack of ray uh, the Ray figure with the Praetorian Guard. Um, oh, nice. And um, <clears throat> and I haven't decided whether or not to take those out of the package yet either. The other figure I was going to get and walked out and said, oh, crap, I forgot to get that one. And I saw it there was Chewy with the Porg. And you forgot the Porg. So I went back in to get it and it was gone. So... Of the course. shelves had been cleared out within 20 minutes. So, wow. Yeah. Now I've Pretty I've been back. Turnout. I've been back since, and they've restocked, and I've seen them sitting there. So I'm like, okay, I'll just pick them up another time. But, and then at Toys R Us, they gave you a really cool poster and a T-shirt if you bought nice. anything for Force Friday. Oh, so I got a really Score. cool. It's like a pop esque design t-shirt with chewy and ray and a porg so it's really really kind of cute <laughs> they're everywhere and then the poster from your post yeah the poster is the new walkers with an old walker like bunched in the middle and you can see the size mm. difference the new walkers are ginormous in comparison interesting Ooh. Ooh. So the rumor surrounding that is that the old M- Empire uh, AT-ATs, the old AT-ATs, those are now scouts. Huh. They go ahead. Interesting. Of the new, uh, of the new uh, Gorilla Walkers. Okay. I, for- I forgot what they're what they're called, but Gorilla Walkers. So it's like, oh my god, we got all these walkers coming in. You take them out. Oh, there we go. They're old anyway. But no, then you got the big old bad boys coming in. Right. After that okay. Is the right. rumor so. I kind of like that idea. Well, we, not one not. We shall see. Too. We shall see. Yeah. So, so less than a hundred days. I know yes. it. I know it. Oh, pumped. Yeah. Pump, pump, pumped. What about you, Kat? What you snag on Force Friday too? Oh well, so I was in New York on Force Friday. I should have done something big. I did not. I I got um, a couple of books. I got the Leia novel. I got the Phasma novel. Um, I got the BB-8 on the Run book, which is for my kids, which they'll be getting for Christmas because there's that Chewy and the Porg book coming out, but that doesn't come out till later. So Aww. those are going to be a Christmas gift. Womp womp and. They don't know. Don't tell the boys. And yeah, and then when I got back to Seattle, I um, I made a quick run to Target, my local Target, and I picked up a really cute pair of Star Wars pajamas that I had seen somebody else post about 
on um, the internet somewhere. I don't think it was necessarily like a Force Friday thing, but cute Star Wars pajamas I couldn't resist. Yeah. So that was that's the been extent of my my purchasing so far. So you say so far, do you, are there some other items that you're just itching to get your hands on? Well, <laughs> I thought about buying one of those porgs for my kids. <laughs> and and the ones that they had at Target for your kids, have, right? Yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> totally for my kids. Actually, yes. Um but they they have sound effects and I like pressed the button and I was like, no, I can't handle this. This noise no. over my children and over are not, in my house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe uh, if, maybe if they have some plush ones that don't make noise in the future, I might pick those up for my kids. But I I picked it up and then I put it back. Um, but actually, the other thing that's not specific to Force Friday, but... I kind of want to get my kids some lightsabers. So <gasps> trying to figure, I know, big step. Is it um, time? It's time. It's time. It's time. Yeah. I, uh, so. I, I'll tell you what, Luca's been playing with lightsabers for about a year now. So you're, you're a little late in the game because his, <laughs> his lightsaber skills, he's got one move, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a good move. And he stung me with it over the weekend and it hurt. <laughs> He just <laughs> whacked me. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't have I, I didn't have a lightsaber to guard myself, and he just whacked yeah. me. My grandson can swing a lightsaber. I'm just saying. Did yeah, you, did you underestimate might, the high ground? I, I I always have the high ground with him. <laughs> and he not if he cuts you off at the knees. Oh, no, mean. he hit me square <laughs> in the flab. So it was stingy. <laughs> yeah, it was. And I was, I, you know, of course it hurt. So I was excited and I said, ow, you know, hey, don't hit me with that. And uh, my wife was, this is a teaching moment. You teach him that, you know, that you're not mad at him. <laughs> while, but although it hurt that you, you don't scare him. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare the kid. But Oh, you scared him. <laughs> uh, not too much. A little bit. It it happens. Grandpa's not going to be able to do the truffle shuffle oh, now because of you. Gosh. No, I'm just striped <laughs> when I do it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So the other big thing that happened last weekend was that the uh, the Rebels trailer, a new Rebels trailer, <laughs> dropped oh, during oh, oh. Dragon Con. Yes. Um. And I was horrified because I did not get to watch it right away and was dying a little bit. (laughs) But you saw it eventually. Yes. And then you understood what we were yammering on about. Super excited, you guys. (laughs) Yeah, that that show... uh, show, You know, when I was sick during the break, uh, I binged all of season one. Oh, did you? And I... yeah, I know in the past I've said that I really didn't dig season one for the most part, but I I don't know. I don't know what's up with me. I, I guess, uh, Kat, you, you said this once too, that season one is meant to be watched back to back to really get it. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree with that now. 
even that annoying episode where they steal the TIE fighter while fruit shopping was okay. <laughs> In context, it's a nice tight season, beginning, middle, and end. Had a nice arc for everybody. And I'm just more excited now for season four since they're going shorter again and making making it more serialized like that first season. Yeah. So I, I think the the drama and the action is really going to be amped up. Um, so I'm I'm a little bit nervous, a lot bit nervous, um, but also really excited because I can't wait to see what they're going to do. So are they, are they going into the OG timeline straight up? It's like Rex on the in the Battle of Endor. Are, are they overlapping with everything? What's what's up with that? I don't think they're going to make it that far. No. I think we're I think we're literally going to get up to like right before Rogue One. I think you're like right. I honestly I don't think they'll overlap at any with the original trilogy. Yeah, and I, maybe I think you're even right. not with. I think they'll stop short of Rogue uh, One because we've already be surprised that we got a little little leak into some of the OG stuff. Maybe, maybe they do like an epilogue type, yeah, exactly. Um, where they show since, since theoretically, um, we know that Hera and possibly Rex, um, make it to the Battle of Endor and, and Chopper. There's actually, and well, yeah, probably Chopper too. And there's also, mm. I don't know if either of you guys, um, have the Star Wars propaganda book that came out no. last. Last Christmas, it was in the lead up to Rogue no. One, but there are hints in that book that Sabine also hmm. survives past the at least Rogue One slash A New Hope. Um, so the only ones that have really I've heard are on the chopping block are obviously the Jedi characters and uh, but Zeb Zeb I've, I've been hearing. Some, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> bad not, things about not gonna make it, huh? I don't, I don't know why. Uh, why, why is that specifically? But that's that's uh, heard it through the grapevine, you know. And well, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Well, I, I think one thing is for certain. Um, we're this is gonna end with a lot of tragedy, and <sighs> yeah, uh, you know, and and it being the final season, I mean. We're going to have some finality here as well. Um, there'll be a lot of closure. There'll be probably some opportunities for conjecture when it's all said and done for certain characters, but there'll be finality for others as well. Um, whether or not that's Ezra is Snoke or what, you know, <laughs> which is which is coming back around now as a, a plausible uh, suggestion. I still don't think so, but. Whatever. Neither do I. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it. I, we're we're going to wrap up some of these storylines that have been going on for a while with, like, even some of the Clone Wars stuff. You know, in terms of the Mandalorians and um, mm-hmm. and how um, the Rebel Alliance really comes into play as as a, a viable power in the galaxy. The lead into their first victory in Rogue yeah, One, right? Yeah. Pretty much how they, right? Yeah, yep. So I, you know, I'm I, you can't be anything but super excited. You know, we could see the Death Troopers again too, which is cool. 
Oh, when they uh, name dropped Krennic yeah. and Stardust and, and the thing. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, snap, we are getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I want to see the Death Star. I, I want to see it somewhere this season. Yeah. But they don't have to use it. I just want to see it. You you might. You might. If Tarkin's back. Well, Tarkin's back. Tarkin's in the... Um, in the trailer. In the trailer. He's in the trailer. Um, clearly, we'll see um, more Thrawn as well. I mean, he's going to be, this is going to be like, this is going to be an interesting Thrawn season, I think, because now, is this also the final bit with Thrawn? Because we never see him. Yeah. Thrawn is Snoke. What? No, just kidding. (laughs) But no, you you bring up a really good point. I'm really curious to see what they do with Thrawn. Yeah. He's the one I think I'm most curious about. Right. Um, you know, thinking about it. Yeah. Because they can do anything with him. There's no real expectation. Totally. I mean, he could disappear back into the unknown regions or whatever, you know, to meet up with Eli again. (laughs) Yeah. Create havoc another day. I mean, because he's not in the aftermath trilogy. Right. That um, I'm aware of. I still haven't read Empire's End, but you know, in the events immediately following Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. Thrawn, there's no hint as to what happens to him. So, yeah, it will. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued if they're going to close the book on that or if they'll leave it open to uh, to potentially tell more stories about him. I go on. with that bit. I I'd go with that one. If if they're. Yeah. If they want to make some more money off the Thrawn merchandising machine, yeah, probably. <laughs> but the um, the other intriguing bit that I hadn't quite realized until I'm rereading a blurb about this is that they've actually they're switching the uh, the day that Rebels is being showed on. Oh. It premieres on Monday, October sixteenth, so it's moving from Saturdays oh. to Mondays. Mm. So hey, FYI, cool. guys, yeah. No. No, no good. No bueno. No. Why not? <laughs> because Monday Night Football at the same time. Oh. <laughs> this is a Adrian's conundrum. Like, Meh. Oh, yeah. For for us non-sportsy types, I now have something to look forward to on Monday evenings again. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, 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 I sympathize, the- John. That, that does sound pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. Also, maybe the fact that we record on Mondays. Well, uh, I, I was going to mention that, uh, too. Oh, uh, snap. Right. <laughs> so we'll watch it live and record. Totally. And, oh, we yeah. should do that. We should do that. We should totally I don't know, do that. Would that, that be a cool idea, right? Do you guys yeah. want to see that? Hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Watch you know us what? React. Reach out to us on social media and let us know if you think that's a good idea. Dear listener. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Something different. Right. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. Um, and then uh, following up Rebels, um, this past weekend was Hasbro Con, which <laughs> is kind of hilarious. But anyway. Um, wait, wait, and wait. Slow, was, slow. Roll this back. I was unaware of this taking place. You say Hasbro Con is the name. Well, it's it's a so it's Hasbro, the, the toy company. Yeah. Like, basically throws, you know, like how Disney has the D23 Expo. Uh It's basically, it's basically their version 
of that. Well, but Disney's D23 Expo is like way more encompassing than a a toy company could be, right? Well, but they 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 do a lot of different toys. It's not just Star Wars. But Disney is more than just toys, too. Well, Bro, you, you see that new Grimlock figure they, they released? That no, thing's tight. No, I haven't seen this. Look, all I can say is that Hasbro <laughs> had their convention. Okay. I don't know if this is like a new thing or if they've been doing it for years, but they had if, it. If Blizzard can have BlizzCon, Hasbro can have HasCon. Okay. Right. So, so anyway, it was also announced um, that there are going to be eight more shorts for Forces of Destiny that will be released that in 2018. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bravo. Along along with of course new toys. So um so we have that to look forward to including the new episodes that are going to be out in October. So it looks like that has proved a smart move uh at least on the money making toy making side for Lucasfilm and Hasbro. So we benefit because we'll get to see some more content. So, well, that's that, those and, dolls do you have, Cat? I, you know, I don't have any of the dolls I yet. I don't either. I, not Padme, not Ahsoka, not they haven't, Hey, they haven't released Padme yet. Oh, no? No. Oh, no. Um, and I don't think Ahsoka's out either. And those are like the two that I want, but that I have seen online i've not actually seen them in a physical store yet i have seen um, them in physical stores i've seen them yeah i that ray and both two leia dolls yep. and sabine yep. i think yep. um you can get those four currently and then padme and ahsoka are still not out but there's also going to be a kylo ren mm. figure mm. and i think they're also going to make a finn figure Ooh, really and apparently Finn and Han Solo will be making appearances in Yay. some of the upcoming episodes. And Finn will be voiced all right, all right. by John Boyega. So, Oh, dope. Yeah. Better so be. that's pretty awesome. Yes. So, uh, I mean, that's I a, dream that they get Harrison Ford for Han. I, I, I well, just hope uh, yeah. just hope they, get a, they don't pull a Leia and actually get someone that sounds like the character. You know what? I've got a better one for you. Let's get... Mark Hamill to voice Han Solo. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. You're that welcome, awesome. Internet. Yeah. <laughs> so so a, a, a piece of happy news there. And then lastly, to seg into our conversation for this week, the super big news that was also announced oh. um, Last weekend, you know, uh, I don't know what what's going on, but uh, Colin Trevorrow out as the episode nine director. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there either. I've read conflicting reports that he was fired. I've read a report where he walked off. I don't know what the heck happened. If they're not talking about it and he hasn't spoken about it, he got fired. Okay, that's the way I see it. Okay. And you know what? I'm 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 relieved to be honest. Yeah. He's a, I mean, ugh. safety not guaranteed. Great little indie movie. I, I enjoyed it. It's a charming little film. I really really dig it. Uh, Jurassic World was you know a marvel to watch. 
you know, light on character whereas kind of I have yet kinda to see hard, Book of Henry. Kind of kind of hard to rewatch as well. Jurassic World. Jurassic World? Yeah. Doesn't, How so? Doesn't have for me, doesn't have a lot of rewatchability. I can see that. I've literally only seen it once, so exactly um, my yeah. point. Uh, yeah, but Cat doesn't watch movies. It's true. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have to say that I I was shocked. I mean, I think not necessarily that I didn't. Sounds kind of oxymoronic or whatever. Uh, counterintuitive. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, I'm I'm not surprised and I am surprised at the same time. I'm a little bit surprised just because they kind of pounced on him so early um, yeah. after Jurassic World and it kind of seemed like, you know, they knew they had their man. Things were going. We've had no hint that there was any sort of trouble happening behind the scenes, unlike with some of the Han. Well, I guess some of the Han Solo stuff has been pretty quiet, but, you know... But there have been a lot of kind of conversation about his work, specifically on Jurassic World, and then with the Book of Henry kind of falling as hard as it did, that there was kind of some renewed speculation about whether or not he was actually the right choice to direct Star Wars Episode Nine. And But I honestly, I mean, I did not expect that announcement at all. When I saw uh, that, when I saw that drop on the internet, I was like, "What?" Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't prepared either because, you know, here we are again. We've got another director that's not associated with Star Wars that was slated to be. You know, it's not the first time this has happened, kids. Yeah, but you know, this is way before the movie goes into any real production, though. Right. Right now, at most, they're in pre-pre-production. You know, sure. they're still putting the script together. You know, it's good that they're taking care of it this early and not doing a Ron Howard type of a patch job. With, you know, I'm not geez, sure. Are yeah. they are they that early in the project? I mean, uh, my guess is they're probably getting real darn close to shooting. Uh, that's still, we still got two years, and so <sighs> at, at at best. You got some version of a script, some concept art being developed for it. Uh, casting is going on, but still early enough that a change like this is uh, won't really affect it too much. Is the way I see it. I mean, we still have two years before the movie comes out. So. Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. If they were going to make a switch or were unhappy. Which, it, I mean, obviously they must have been unhappy about something. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been fired slash let go slash left. Um, so at least they're doing it. I agree. At least it's happening now while we're still in the pre-production phase. I mean, yes, he was working on the script. Um, but I mean, at, at this point, though, at, at this point, though, that script's got to be pretty done very developed it's got to be yeah yeah um you know with the whole story group thing uh that, that's that's another reason not to worry about it because the story group and you know kathleen kennedy they're the ones kind of shepherding the whole franchise so 
losing a director is is, is devastating. But when it's part of a shared cinematic universe type of uh, type of writing room, I think you're good to an extent. Again, it is still pretty early. It is early. I I get that. And you know, it's a writing room. They I, they gotta have all the stuff planned out years in advance. At least some sort of vague outline of where they want certain things to end up. Well, yeah, uh, you know the the plot points are written. You know the dialogue yeah. is being fleshed out. Um. You know, twist. Plot, uh, plot points also changing too as it evolves. Sure, but there is a there is a map, a guide, a, right. an arrow pointing yeah. in that general direction. Right. Here's the the end's written. They know where they're going. They're just trying to figure out how the story evolves to get to that point. You know, do they know where they're going though? I, I mean, didn't Ryan it? Didn't Ryan though at one point give an interview with writing episode eight that you know? He wasn't really given a whole lot of, I mean, I guess, you know, we don't know how much of that is true, but didn't at one point Ryan say that they hadn't really provided any, I mean, they went through later, I assume, and, you know, kind of were like, no, we can't really put in this, but that when he was initially doing it, they didn't really say, this is what we want to have happen. They just yeah, kind of let him... But he, I would imagine it. I would imagine that's a process, though. So, you, you know, that's the reason you get these great directors, right? These great storytellers. Let's see what ideas they come up with and let's see how those ideas can gel with what we want to do. Right. So the writing room has a plot point here. But then Ryan Johnson came up with something that would, you know, meet that requirement. But it's cooler, or more dramatic or what have you. They'll swap it out. That's 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 how it works in my head, Canon. <laughs> You know, the whole <laughs> Lucas, Lucasfilm thing. Well, and plus, I mean, they, they've got to have, like, a, a goal at the end, right? You, you're not mm-hmm. you're not going to write... I mean, obviously, the goal is to make as much money as possible, right? We all know that. <laughs> but the other goal is to make a great Star Wars movie, right? Mm-hmm. And not only just a great Star Wars movie, but three great Star Wars movie. And Ryan is the benefit of being in the middle. He's the, He's the meat of the sandwich, right? So you got uh, JJ's bun on one end, right? You got Ryan, all meaty and delicious in the middle. And now you've got another bun, right? But you know it's going to be a bun, right? The old bun fell off and hit the floor. And sure. You're going to pick it up in five seconds. Right. Another, trying so to now, another bun. now we need another bun, but it's still going to be a bun. Yeah. Right? It's not going to be another piece of meat because it's a three-part story. So we know a bun is coming, right? They even know what kind of bun it's going to be, right? Blah, blah, blah happens at the end. Make the movie. That's the limitation of this 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 film, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, it could also set up for another trilogy I'm down sure the line. it will. I mean, the, the but it'll also have an element of closure, like... Um, the previous trilogies. The previous trilogies, yeah. It's going to have a, an element of, of you know, okay, here's the end. Boom. That's the end. Good guys win. Here's the end. Character arcs con- coming full circle. Ending, sure. Just, yeah. 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 So, you know, whatever director they get, they're probably going to say, okay, here's the end of the film. These are the characters we want to have triumph. These are the characters we want to have um fail right make your film 
Yeah, I don't you, even know if they have that much direction, so... You know, it, it brings up a interesting question, right? So, how exactly do they pick these directors? Because the first one was J.J., right? Right. He's an established filmmaker. He's done big-budget blockbusters, you know, Star Trek, Super 8. Right. You know, big-budget stuff, family-friendly stuff, stuff, safe stuff. And, you know, you know he could do it. And you got Ryan Johnson, another uh, not as big blockbuster budget type of guy, but a very, very well uh, regarded uh, storyteller. You know, Breaking Bad episodes, Looper, a lot of great stories with a lot of uh, great characters in them. On the flip side of that, they started going towards smaller guys that got famous really fast because of one movie. So Gareth Edwards did Monsters a couple years ago. Really great indie film. One of my favorites. That launched him into Godzilla. Like, hey, this guy did a monster movie. You want to do a big budget monster movie? And he ended up doing Godzilla. Which I think in turn is what led to Rogue One because he was able to handle a movie of that scope. Uh, Lord and Miller. What is uh, 21 Jump Street, right? A couple of comedies, Lego movie. Yeah, Lego movie. Yeah. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. And, oh yeah, that's right. Cloudy with a Chance. And Colin, like like we said, Safety Not Guaranteed was his thing. So these guys, all all of them were kind of just propelled because of one or two smaller movies. Okay. The difference, though, is Gareth Edwards, because Rogue One went through the issues, right? Obviously, there were reshoots oh, yeah. and all this drama to be on the scenes. Right. He played ball when they brought in Tony Gilroy to rewrite and... I don't know if he actually directed anything. The reports there have been shaky, too. But uh, he he apparently obviously played ball because he st was still attached. He did the press for it. Yeah. No hard feelings. These other guys, I don't know what happened with Lord and Miller besides, you know, that they weren't doing their jobs correctly as far as, you know, shooting things on time, getting the required number of shots. Uh, Colin... From what I heard, again, I don't know if this is true or not, He his ego got too too big to deal with. Like, he wasn't playing ball. He, he This is my movie. I know what's going to work. I directed Jurassic World. I, I redid Jurassic Park. That's the stuff I've been hearing, and I'm kind of inclined to believe it. I don't know if it is or not, but... It's, it's, it sounds like egos to me. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, does this make either of you worried about future Star Wars films, whether it's another trilogy or the spinoff movies? I don't know. Are they going to replace everyone with Ron Howard? Because I'm okay with that. <laughs> Are they going to stop you know, picking up these too famous, too fast type of directors and start going with Ron Howard's and Spielberg's and yeah, it it will be interesting to see what direction they start going from this point. I mean, you know, when, when Disney bought Lucasfilm and Kathleen Kennedy took over the reins, you know, it was kind of supposed to be this new era of, Star Wars, you know, movie every year. They're going to do the spinoffs and we're going to have the the saga was, is going to continue. And yeah, I, I just wonder if maybe part of it's just like too much too soon. 
in some respects, like trying to just cram too much all at once. It, it might be. It might be. I don't know. I mean, what what is causing things to happen where you pick a director? You got to feel good about it when you pick them. You've got to have your reasons. And then all of a sudden it just kind of like blows up on you. You know, is it part of their picking process that's broken? Is it the pool that they're choosing from the philosophy behind making the decision that's broken? I don't. Is it the fact that the directors want more control than Lucasfilm is willing to give them? It could be. It easily and, could be. I mean, when you think about how, you know, yes, <laughs> Star Wars is a large sandbox, sure. but, you know, there are certain things you're going to have to play with boundaries. Absolutely. You're going to have to play with if you, if you know you're swimming in a Star Wars pool, you're, you're probably going to run into like a, a Jawa floating device at some point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, yeah, that goes for any shared cinematic universe. Sure. I mean, there's been so mm-hmm. many, so much controversy with our Marvel stuff too, saying that they don't let directors do their thing. But like Hat said, going into a universe film, you know you're gonna be limited in at least in some way, right? Whether you can accept that or not is is up to you. But but this, it's not just you. You're part of a bigger stew. But I mean, this this group. Of directors now, the you know the guys that are like my age, you know that are directing films and and successful and stuff like that. This is this is part of the stuff they grew up on. This is the stuff like JJ, for example, and Ryan. Mm-hmm. You know these are fans of Star Wars. They get to make a Star Wars movie and they get to do things, you know, with characters they've they know and have embraced. Since they were six years old, like I was when Star Wars came out in 1977. So these guys already know the rules. They already know the universe. They already know what's going to work and what's not going to work. And what, you know, they they already know what the limitations of Lucasfilm are going to be like, you know. And they should be fine with it. Because this is their, uh, you know, this is their, their, their world. This is, this is the, this tipping point for all their creativity is these those original three films. Yeah, yeah, I mean on on some level yes, but on another level, I mean even coming into a shared universe like this, you know, and with other films they've done, you know, they're probably expecting some degree of you know, being able to have the final say, which I would guess that in this case, they probably do not. You know, that comes down to Lucasfilm. Well, I mean, but you you already need to know that walking in. okay? that like, well, if if I if I try to kill off Luke Skywalker and Lucasfilm's (laughs) not cool with it, I'm in trouble. Right. If Lucasfilm wants Luke Skywalker to be in the movie, I better give them what they want. If Lucasfilm wants Ray to be the new Luke Skywalker, I better make Ray a likable character that people can can uh, be attracted to and be drawn to and care about. Right? We, you know this yeah. coming in as the director. Yeah, I'm just saying, but knowing and doing can be two different things sometimes. 
right? Like you, you could know that going in and then be like, well, but I've, you know, I've done these movies and, and then maybe it's an ego thing where you're like, well, I've done these movies, so they're just going to let me do whatever I want. And then the shoot, you know, the other foot comes down. Well, but you should already know that, issue. <laughs> that their engine is bigger than your engine, right? And there, there's no way um, you're going to turn their whole car. You know, you're you're coasting on on their pistons, not the other way around. <laughs> you know, the, you know, the, the argument's been been made that they've been picking these young guys uh, because they'd be easier to control, right? Less experience means more control. That's, that 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 argument is. I've I've heard that argument. Flip side, I've heard that they've been picking them because they're fresh and they're new and they have new ideas. And you know, some of these older directors are kind of. You know, they're great directors, but you can kind of expect certain things from them, you know? But these new guys have fresh ideas. There's so many, you know, ways to look at it and think about why they would pick certain people. At this point, all we can really do is, you know, what we're doing now is just kind of guess and speculate. There's really no... But like John is saying, any shared universe, you're you going in, you know you're not going to be by yourself. Back, there, back when they were making Thor 2, there was a lot of issues behind the scenes for that. The movie ended up being kind of flaky. I don't like Thor 2 too much. On the flip side, James Gunn, who does all the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, he loves working with Marvel. Adores it. So, certain people, I guess, are more flexible? Yeah, I mean, well, certain, pe- certain people are going to be able to play ball better in that sort of arena than others. Well, um, I'll tell you right and- now, I'm I'm the guy for the job because I get it, all right? <laughs> I have zero directing experience. <laughs> but I tell you that I will play ball with Lucasfilm and Disney and I will give you the movie that you want, right? Even though I have no idea how to direct the movie, <laughs> right? But you know I'm not going to go rogue. I'm going to be honored to give you, I'm not looking to make the best John Frederick movie ever. I'd be looking at making one of the best Star Wars movies we've ever seen, right? And how am I going to do that? I'm going to be truthful to the the original concepts, right? I'm going to give the fans <laughs> what they want, right? With some twists, make things different and interesting so it's not a new hope all over again. <laughs> right maybe maybe no death stars this time you know just saying but whoa 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 i know whoa. that's a big thing. <laughs> it's a step too far john but, uh, take maybe, it back maybe but i'm but but i also know the mindset that they're looking for they're they're looking to make they're gonna they're they're taking one of the biggest franchises of anything ever and bringing some new stuff to it but still making it that franchise, right? Um, it's not that hard to, like, if you love the material so much, it's not that hard to offer up things that are going to be true to that original vision, maybe with some updates, like cool characters like Ray and Finn and Kylo Ren and, you know, stuff like that. BB-8, but still 
give service to the people, the old guards like me, who like Han and Luke and R2 and 3PO and Chewbacca. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, you know, it seems relatively straightforward. I imagine, though, in the actual movie making process, it's not as straightforward as that. Um, well, when you got a story group that's driving the whole thing, and you've got writers that are writing the whole thing, and you get to just contribute <laughs> ideas, and your job as the director, tell me if I'm wrong, is to help execute the vision of the producer or the executive producer, right? And the director's the one with and the And you vision. direct the actors to fill that vision of whatever the story is, and you direct the cinematographer and tell them, your lighting sucks. You're right? Am I, do I have this wrong or what? Directors are the ones with the vision. Exit producers just put in money okay. and make sure everything's right. on schedule. But I mean, it's all written by somebody, right? It's all, yeah. in this case, there's a whole story group that says, this is the story we're putting out. Now write the story, Except writer. And director, you direct the actors. Except that both Ryan and Colin had a hand in writing the script. And I don't think sure. it was until later. Sure. That a hand. I could, I, they could give, I could have a hand in writing a script. <laughs> I just personally don't believe that the story group is actually directing them and what to write when they're writing the initial treatment. I have no doubt that the story group comes in and cleans things up and says, eh, this is maybe a little too far. Or, oh, this kind of conflicts with something that else that has happened or, you know, stuff like that. But I... I quite honestly, I mean, I believe the stories where they're saying that, you know, like Ryan was like, no, I just kind of got to come in and write what I wanted you know, and then sure, the but I'm sure there was. Sure that, I'm sure there was limitations. There were boundaries he had to follow. They probably, especially him, because they're like, okay, JJ did this, and and the direction that we're going is over here, right? Get us there from here. What's existing to over here, where we'd like to go eventually. Ready, set, create. Okay, I'm killing nope. off Finn. No, you're not. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, you you both... Uh, you know, I was more on towards that side of things, but Kat brings up good points. I was thinking about it like the way Marvel does, where they get to plant Easter eggs for everything sure. leading up to yeah. Infinity War. Right. Star Wars isn't like that, though. Star Wars is more open for... Uh, I don't want to say original stories, but it's not a structured as far as what needs to happen. I like to think there are plot points that the writer group has, but I can also see them just get a director, you write, and then we'll see what we think, and well, then we'll work with that. The, the benefit Marvel has, though, is that the stories are are the movies are drawn from comics that have been being written since the 1960s, right? So they've got elements they can draw from there's things out there that they can go okay you know that was a cool good selling comic you know let's do the infinity war like that was written in the 90s and now they're making movies leading up to that okay they're not going to do an exact duplicate but 
they're going to follow it pretty close. They're going to have Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet, and he's getting all the gems, and he's going to like do it to please Death, who is the ultimate uh, sex symbol in his life, right? <laughs> that's that's what this is going to be. And now, but in the meantime, do whatever you, whatever else you want. Just make sure you have Thor and Hulk and Iron Man and Captain America and Spider-Man and, and those guys in it, too. You know what? We just got to ask Pablo straight up. Right. <laughs> help us out. Let, help us settle a bit. Well, or Pablo. Let a brother direct the film. I'll give you the ending you want. I'll play with all the toys that I won't even create new aliens for you. You've got enough aliens, right? It's true. There's enough. I, I won't even do that, right? I don't need to create new droids. I don't need to give R2 a red leg. <laughs> I don't need all that, right? But let, let me play with your toys for a while. And I'll get you to the ending that you want. So, who do you guys think should step in? And what sort of timeline do you think they're looking at? That's more directed <sighs> to you, Adrian. You have more experience with this whole thing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Two years out, they need someone attached to it yesterday. I think they're going to look back towards more experienced people, just like they did with Ron Howard, with uh, with uh, Han Solo. I don't think they're going to be looking at any uh, up-and-comers, uh, at least not for this one, not anytime soon. Maybe for another spinoff, but it's not a patch job, but they need someone competent. Otherwise, can you imagine Episode Nine losing another director or group of directors? Right. They got a nail at this time. So yeah, I that's mean, insane. Ryan Johnson's name has been floating around. Even though he denied it today. He's like, no, I, I don't plan on doing episode nine. JJ's name. Is I back don't in the plan on it. Gotcha. Wink, wink. Yeah. Nudge, <laughs> nudge. Yeah. We're in detailed negotiations right now, but it's not a finalized plan. I get it. <laughs> that could be the case, too. We're going to have another director, I would say, before Christmas, before Last Jedi's out. Oh, they better. They better if we have don't, it. Then yeah, so they don't want to worry. steal headlines from uh, Last Jedi. They've got to yeah. lock, lock this director down in the month of October. Because, Probably. Because, and it's, it's got to be early October. They've got to name a director by then. Because now you're looking at the build-up, the lead-up to the movie that is precluding the story that you're about to make with this director. And you don't want to steal headlines from that story. Dave Filoni is a name that's been floating around, too. It's a name that I floated out there. I would love for Dave Filoni to get his crack at directing a movie in the Star Wars universe. I don't know if I want it to be episode nine, though. I, you know what? That's kind of kind of what I'm I, thinking, too. Dave has been good at 
you know, kind of heading the animated side of things and the storylines that have well, been look happening. Look at how there. well he's done. I yeah, and and that's great, but it's it's I don't think it's quite the same as directing a live act the conclusion, you know, to a live right. action. No, I agree. Trilogy. This, is, this is a huge project. They've gotta nail it. Do they wanna yes. roll the dice on on the cartoon guy? Someone Yeah. And I think <laughs> I think the answer there is well, as that's much pretty as hard too, imagining a, a series. I oh, no, yeah, I, I mean I'm without not, a doubt. Yeah. But they need not to take away. Yeah, I agree. But they need a trusted name. They need a JJ. They need a Ron Howard. They need somebody that's been there, done that, can deliver what they want. How yeah. would you feel if they asked JJ back? Mm. I know. I know how Adrian would feel. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, we're getting a, we're getting an acceptable Star Wars movie. Yeah. Well, you know, I would, I would try. I would try and coerce my friend to make another bit with me. That's what would happen. We we would get Chewbacca snubbing another person when he should We'd be get a second Leia. Death Star. Yeah, yeah. It would be Damn. Return of the or, Jedi or, or again, Le- or Leia um, snubbing Chewbacca, whichever one it was. <sighs> oh, that was probably a mistake. Yeah, you think? <laughs> <laughs> I, part of me is kind of just hoping, and I think I said this when we, when we talked about some of the directorial issues that the Star Wars universe is having, Mm -hmm. um, is that part of me is hoping they just attach Ryan to the project, even though we haven't seen The Last Jedi yet. Part of me is hoping that they will just kind of, hey, Ryan, you need another job? Sign for anything yet? Just... Come over and here. Ryan, we trust. And Ryan, I trust. I he mean, has never heard me. Yeah. You know, again, it's a leap of faith because we haven't seen The Last Jedi. So from a Jedi. fan, pers- yeah, from a not, fan perspective. I'm not quite ready to go there yet. That's just me, though. But I guess, and I also don't know, you know, some of the directors as well, but. You know, I'm like, who, I agree that I feel at this point, they probably need, Adrian's right. I think they need an experienced director who can come in, take control of the production while working within the the boundaries of Lucasfilm. But, you know, someone is going to come in and get the job done and make sure the story is told right. Scorsese, you uh, busy? <laughs> yeah, he's doing a Joker movie. Oh yeah, yeah he can get. He, yeah, that's well. Maybe we'll finally get a good DC movie then. Oh snap! no, no, it's 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 a Joker movie that's not connected to that universe of theirs. So we're gonna have two Jokers walking around. Okay, Jared Leto and someone else. Okay, great. Because God knows DC Warner Bros oh. needs a writing group for that mess. But anyway. I- uh, <laughs> I just don't even know who who I think should come in. What about Spielberg? Maybe we could just actually get oh. Spielberg to direct. You know what? A- I just don't see it happening. I just No, don't. I don't either. No. I don't. A lot of people have said that, and I don't think Lucas is going to come back either. He's no. I know that's been bandied around. Yeah, He's I mean, done. That's, you know, if you if you 
if you if you could pick your your very favorite option and throw it out there, what would it be? Like, let's say everybody's available. Your dream choice, cat, is who? God, I don't even know that enough directors. Oof. I mean, quite frankly, there are people that I would like to see step in um, and direct a Star Wars movie. Uh-huh. I don't know if Episode Nine would be the right. Who's going to be? For who's that. the one for Episode Nine? Who's the guy? Who's the go-to I for mean, Episode Nine? I, you know, I would love to see them get a woman director, frankly. Um, but I don't see that happening. Are you using Frank in the androgynous nine. term? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't know. Um, it's too bad Irwin Kirshner's dead because he did The Empire Strikes Back and... If he could, if he could, can we raise him from the dead? The Walking Dead, he come back. Does he have a son <laughs> who directs? I mean, he could direct, I suppose. <laughs> How about you, Adrian? Do you have who's the who's the guy? Who's the right guy? What's the okay slam dunk? This is the director. Hmm. Who can lead us to the promised land? Well, there are several that could lead us to the promised land. Who? I mean, who's the who's the one? I, there isn't just top A3. three. There top are three. Top three. Oh, okay. Top three. I'm I'm gonna say Ryan, but not as part of my top three. Okay. Okay. So top off three. the top of my head, uh, Matt Reeves. He did the uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, War for the Planet of the Apes. Great storyteller. Uh movies are beautiful to uh his movies are just beautiful to watch they're uh, emotional they they have compelling plots so he's he's currently attached to the batman though so but well there, in this scenario hope, yeah there's hope for dc then yes there is okay <laughs> hope for a freaking great batman movie yeah um i don't know a lot of my favorites right now are Alex Garland's another one, but he's he only has like one movie under his belt, but it was amazing. And he's written a bunch of other ones like 28 Days Later and Dread. You know, but all the movies he's ever touched have been, you know, pretty pretty good. Okay. All right. Actually, no, I take that back. For episode 9, I like Cat, like Cat said with the with Dave Filoni, I would like to see Alex Garland make a Star Wars movie. I don't know. I want him to make episode nine. Okay. Cross him off the list then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Matt Reeves. Let's just keep Matt Reeves on top. Okay. All right. So there's your choice. Matt Reeves. Cat. I. Person I want to do it's dead. So. Right. So we need um, someone that's not so dead. I, <laughs> oh, uh, Patty Jenkins was another one. I was going to bring Well, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I would love to see Patty Jenkins, Catherine Bigelow, um, Ava DuVernay, you know, one of those women step up. Um, I mean, I we are. It. I tweeted at Patty. She's hey, I hear they're looking yeah. for episode nine director. She, she's she she's a little busy anything. with uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman too. I mean, I you know honestly, as a woman, I would love to see a woman director come in and finish up Ray, the heroine, heroine, hero, whatever you want to. You know, she's basically the hero, but you know, finish up her journey. So I, you know, that would be pretty cool. Um. 
yeah, I'm like, I don't know enough directors. You know me, I don't ever watch movies. So, <laughs> um, I, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Danny Boyle. I can't answer. Remind me of a movie he's done. Uh, He's the actual director for 28 Days Later. Uh, oh, Slumdog Millionaire. Slumdog That's, Millionaire. Uh, yeah. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs was fantastic. Train Spotting. He's a good director. 127 hours. That would definitely be a possibility. Again, that's still just like. Well, what about somebody here. like. Um, oh, now I'm totally blanking on his name. Who's the. Oh, the actor, director, Shakespeare guy. Um, hmm? oh, God, this is killing me. Um, come back to me, John. You talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's, here's a list of names I want nowhere near this episode. Okay. okay. All right. So uh, this I'll is give, like the opposite. This is People the opposite you don't of want what we've all. been talking okay. about. All right. Okay. Michael Bay. If Michael <laughs> Bay is top of the list, in fact, yes, you nailed it. Uh, do Zach not Schneider. Do not want or Schneider. I don't want Schneider. Um, Joss I, Whedon. Huh? Joss Whedon. No, I don't no, want. I, I don't I, want him touching this. Right. Okay. Thumbs down to Joss Whedon. Okay. Now. All right. <laughs> I don't want James Cameron. I don't want your James. <laughs> no, not James Take Cameron. your James Cameron and go away, right? Please, yeah. yes. Um, go, go Avatar somewhere else. Right? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. You got your own sandbox to go poop in. Go, go do it. Get out of here. <laughs> um, um, I don't want Ridley Scott. No, I don't want that. I don't want. I don't want Tim Burton. No, that would be horrible. That is not what we're looking for. Um, gosh, I had another one, too, that I was like, definitely not. Um, I mean, I don't want Scorsese touching. This isn't a Scorsese type thing. Not at all. Not but, enough gangsters. Right. Yeah. Although we don't know what they're going to do with the casino aspect of Cat's got something when Cat, you got cat. I, I remember, uh, uh, Kenneth Branagh. I, I was going to say Kenneth Branagh. Oh. As do not touch or touch. Uh, that is yeah, a do okay. not touch, but that's the guy. Oh, really? Yes. For me, it's a do not touch. Okay. Although really? I am a fan of what was that movie he did? It was really weird. I liked it a lot. Uh, it had something to do with scissors, right? Oh, what was it? Uh. Scissors. Yeah, yeah. You know, I could see him come in and be one of those controllable directors. He, like, he's competent, but, he, like, his stuff isn't, like, amazing. It's not, yeah, it's not, like, groundbreaking. I don't think any. Yeah. I'm excited for Merger on, on the Orient Express later in the year. He directed the, the new one. Okay. Yeah. So is I'm, he? I, okay. okay, I'm excited Which for has, that. Which has one Miss Daisy Ridley, Daisy Ridley in it. Right. So, and he's worked with some good people. Oh, did you know this? That Kenneth Branagh directed Thor? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I guess I did not realize News that. to me. 
Big fan of the Dutch angles in that one. <laughs> All right. The movie I was thinking of from 1991, Dead Again. Mm. With Emma Thompson and Andy Garcia. Mm. He starred and directed. It was actually a really good film. I liked it. Um, some people think the end is pretty cheesy. I, I, I thought it fit perfectly. But I don't see him as episode nine. I would like to see him again. I'd like to see him do a Star Wars movie. But I don't think episode nine is the place to hand him that, you know? Kenneth Branagh could probably do a really sweet, like, Old Republic, Jedi versus Sith. Oh, like, man, some, totally. Like, Shakespearean-esque <laughs> yes, saga that's yes. right up his wheelhouse. Right, right. Um, That'd be anyway. really cool. <laughs> well, okay. So, okay, that's the list that you do not want. Uh-huh. What's the list that you... Yeah. Do, I mean, I want, I want Spielberg, but I'm not going to get it, right? Spielberg's well, my no, guy. Well, no, in this scenario of yours, it's anyone. Everyone's <laughs> right, suddenly free. Right, But, I mean, that's not a realistic answer, though, right? So, I mean, that's the guy I want. I love me some Spielberg. What? I'm just going to say it. No, nothing wrong with that, bro. It's Spielberg. Yeah. What about... Uh, but I don't think it's realistic, he, either. Oh, I remember the other one. I do not want touching Star Wars. Peter go. Jackson. Yeah, I go, want Peter Jackson. Go, no, you, 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 you done messed up The Hobbit. We don't need you coming to Star Wars. You did fine with Lord of the Rings. You should have stopped there. The what Hobbit. About El Toro? The, what's that? Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. What about... I could get I could get down with that. I could get down with Del Toro. I'd be cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I could get down with that, guys. I kind of like that. Uh, uh, I'd be like, episode nine, okay, it's going to be interesting at the very least. Yes. It's going to be a little weird. Right. <laughs> but would he play ball? That's the thing. Or is he going to want to go full Del Toro? You never go full Del Toro. I know, right? <laughs> All right, what about left field right here? Okay. The Duffer Brothers. They're the guys that created Stranger Things. Not for nine. I would, Not I would, for nine. I would totally give them um, a Jedi Academy movie any day of the week. But not episode nine. Interesting. Okay, what about the Russo brothers? Captain America, Winter Soldier, Civil War, and Infinity War. They play ball? They, I would be okay yeah. with that. They they might be able, yeah. Obviously, that's not going to happen, but... Right. Some, well, no, because I mean, they're weird. working on... Disney yeah. projects, right? Yeah. It's but all Disney. They, they got their own universe right yeah. now. They finished Avengers 3 shooting it anyway and then boop took like a month off and they're back into avengers 4 so obviously that's not feasible a lot of people brought up james gunn too i'm like no you keep james james gunn away (laughs) yeah i i think as as fun as guardians of the galaxy is i no 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 no, they're fun movies exactly but that's it not for this yeah 
God, yeah, who are they going to get? You know what? They're going to make the announcement, and we'll all go, oh, yeah, why didn't we it think of that? Johnson. <laughs> yeah, exactly, what? yeah. Yeah. What um what would you think about um Lawrence Kasdan stepping in? I mean, he does a lot of the helps with the treatments and producing, I think. What if he stepped into the directorial role for this? Writing and directing are two different beasts. He yeah, has directed before. Yeah. Has he? I thought he was just a writer. Mm-mm. He directed the big chill. How about Andy Serkis? Hmm. I'd be interested. Already tied to the project. Has directing abilities. Would play ball. Wouldn't be out to to make an Andy Serkis film. He'd be out to make a Star Wars film. Oh. Uh, Ryan Coogler. He he directed a... Uh, Fruitville Station, uh, Creed, and he's hmm. he's finishing up uh, Black Panther. Mm. Ooh. Now you he have my is interest. an incredible director. That, that would be... He would also be the first, uh, uh, you know, I guess African-American to make a Star Wars movie. That'd be pretty cool. But he, he is a great, great director. If they announce him for any movie, Episode Nine, a spinoff, I'd be like, okay, give give it to me now. I want it. Who just directed it? Uh, Andy Muschietti? It's it's an Italian name. No, not him. (laughs) No, okay. He directed it and the... Have you guys ever seen Mama? Well, John, have you ever seen Mama? Yes. I saw Mama. (laughs) You liked it? I I saw it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. No, it was it. It had its moments, but it was like it left me wanting different. Know what I mean? Left me wanting a better movie. Right. Yes. I did not. Did and not the like CGI Mama. was crap. Yeah, this dude's a fan of questionable CGI. It yeah. has a lot of weird CGI. Oh, really? Oh, that's a bummer. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. It's worth a watch. Okay. <laughs> My right. sister screaming freaked me out at one point more than a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, at this point, we're just kind of we're just throwing names out there, throwing yeah. at a dartboard. Yeah. It kind of yeah. seems you know, like um, we know what we know what we know what's best. You know, just just let fans of the force direct episode nine. Exactly. Please, just. just we're the dream I'm, team. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd be okay with Ryan Johnson. I'd be okay with Dave Filoni. I'd be okay with JJ, but I wouldn't be thrilled with JJ. Um, no. I, I'd, I'd be happier if Adrian directed it than JJ. Agreed. <laughs> no pressure. No, <laughs> yeah. do it. no pressure, no pressure. Uh, that is a dream, though. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. 20 years so, from now, I'll direct a spinoff. Yeah. Uh, so, really, there are no easy answers here. There's really it's, not. Uh, it's kind of... Um, 
Yeah, gosh, when you think Ryan about Johnson it. Johnson is my top pick and probably the most believable one at this point. If I had to put money, if I were a betting woman, um, I would put my money on Ryan Johnson or ask them asking Lawrence Kasdan to step in and direct it. Even though it's been a while since he's directed something. He's so involved with the Star Wars productions that I could see that happening. Potentially. Maybe not. <laughs> Plot twist. Kathleen Kennedy directs. <laughs> or that. I, you know? But I don't, I, I I don't, don't think so. I think she's too busy. But yeah. I, I wouldn't hate it. Uh, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be worried. I would be worried. Great producer, but doesn't mean you'd be a good director. She, she'd be hey, better. Look, I'm... She'd be better than Adam Sandler directing. <laughs> and you know I'm right. She'd probably be better than all of the people that you listed that you don't want to touch Star Wars, which true. I pretty much agree with. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I also I also wanted to bring up Edgar Wright just because I, I adore his films. Mm-hmm. He cannot play ball. Oh, really? Well, that's what got him kicked out of Ant Man, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I no, I don't want the same thing that happened to Ant Man to happen to a Star Wars movie. Here's a <laughs> a, a curious one. What about? George Miller, who most recently directed Ooh. Mad Max Fury Road. Miller wouldn't be bad at I all. I kind of like that. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it. But Miller's had a pretty good career. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he's done things that I recognize, so... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Give me stuff you've seen? No, just recognize. No, babe. He he uh he I saw Babe. Um which he was involved with back in the nineties. Well, I mean, Open Cunningham's <laughs> gonna need a job after he finishes the Han Solo film. I say we just let Ron Howard stay on. <laughs> I that I I guess if yeah, if they're happy with how things going. Or they go totally off the freaking beaten path and get uh, Heo Miyazaki. I would totally be down with that, but he just came out of retirement. I, he could unretire again. Just saying. <laughs> mm, plot twist. John Carpenter. Oh no! He wasn't on your list. Uh, he should not be anywhere near Star he Wars. He's on my list now. <laughs> As is John Waters. Waters so keep let's him not away. even go there. <laughs> I do. Uh, I do know for hilarious. a fact that if you say the name Christopher Nolan three times, that he'll show up and direct anything you want. So. Keep your mouth shut right now, John. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say it was going to be a good thing. I think we've already said his name twice, so <laughs> All we need right now is a overly ambitious, self-important, 
bomb filled <laughs> Star Wars film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Please no. I'm probably going to get hate mail for that one too. <laughs> well, they should see right. me on that because I feel the same way. All right, all right. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you guys said, we start wrapping up on that that uh, loud note. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, yeah, so if you want to let us know who you think should direct episode nine or just any director you want to see take the reins of a Star Wars project, uh, if you got a would you rather question for us, you know, just anything, just, you know, you can follow us, you can reach us and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Force Fan Podcast. And you can reach me personally on those three at Blue Lab Pro. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at Cat Ray. And you can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at That John Fred or on my Facebook page, John K. Frederick. <laughs> uh, we are the Force. We are so glad to be back. I miss talking to you guys. Me too. Let's it's good to be back. Let's again. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all later. May the force be with you. Talk to you soon. May the force be with you. What episode number is this? 16. Ooh. Sweet 16. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna, I, sh- I should leave this little banter in, too. <laughs> Put it in uh, at like the end, at the end of the episode. Yeah. At the end? Like bonus content. Like the beginning is at the end, and it all wraps around. And everybody's like, <laughs> whoa! A I know what they did now. <laughs> they were planning it the whole time.